Welcome to High Tech Minds, an exclusive podcast that features successful and inspiring Armenian tech community across the globe. I'm your host, Nareen, and thank you for joining me on this journey. Every idea can turn into successful business when innovation, meaningful partnership, and communities come together. Kudos to CIC Providence, state-of-art co-working space in downtown Rhode Island for their continuous support to local tech communities and female founders. Startup Monday, latest tech trends and news happening in the global startup ecosystem. Issue the 31st to the 15th of March 2021. Last week LO3 Energy announced the first close of its $11 million Series B led by existing investor Shell Ventures. The funding will be used to further develop Pondo, the solution that uses blockchain to create a community renewable energy marketplace for distributed energy resources, DERS, such as solar panels. Flatfile, the groundbreaking data onboarding software company, last week announced $35 million in Series A funding. The round was led by Scale Venture Partners, with participation from Workday Ventures and previous investors including a Four Capital, Google's AI-focused venture fund, Gradient Ventures, and Two Sigma Ventures. Among a list of powerful angels investing in this round you'll find founders of Box, Looker, and Segment. This brings the company's total funding to nearly $45 million, $42.6 million of which has been raised in just the last year. This latest infusion of capital will be used to accelerate the company's expansion of its all-remote workforce, along with continued product development. AeroPay, a Chicago-based digital payments platform powering bank transfer payments for businesses, announced last week the closing of a $5-plus million venture round. The round was led by Chicago Ventures, a firm that leads investments in early-stage startups. The Chicago Ventures portfolio includes online financial services company M1 Finance, celebrity video sharing website Cameo, digital parking marketplace Spot Hero, and peer-to-peer review site G2. Ascension Ventures, the healthcare venture arm of St. Louis-based Ascension, closed a $285 million strategic venture capital fund, bringing the firm's total assets to more than $1 billion, according to a March 5 news release. The new fund is backed by 13 health system partners and is Ascension Ventures' fifth venture capital fund. Since launching in 2001, Ascension Ventures has invested in almost 80 software, services, and medical device and diagnostic companies. CEI Ventures announced Thursday it closed its fifth venture capital fund, the Good Jobs Fund, at $14.8 million. The fund was sourced from 32 investors made up of nine individuals, two foundations, four community economic development entities and 17 banks and is similar to the previous four funds, but has a sharper focus on high-quality jobs. Business Wire reports that High Alpha Capital, one of the largest software venture firms in the Midwest, announced today the closing of their new $110 million fund to fuel the next generation of enterprise cloud companies. With this new fund, High Alpha will continue to invest in pre-seed, seed seed and Series A rounds across all geographies. High Alpha Capital 3 provides us with an incredible opportunity to further our mission of supporting early-stage software entrepreneurs who are shaping the future through technology, said High Alpha managing partner Scott Dorsey. LA-based fashion B2B merchandising platform New Order Inc. raised $45 million in a new round of funding led by venture capital firms Brighton Park Capital and Imaginary Ventures, Bloomberg reports. New Order was valued at $800 million. Robotics investments boomed during the pandemic. 
Over the latest 12 months through March 11th, venture firms poured $6.3 billion into robotics companies, up nearly 50% from the $4.3 billion they invested in the comparable 12-month period a year earlier, according to an analysis by Venture Capital Database Pitchbook for Forbes. TechCrunch reports that warehouse automation company Nimble Robotics announced about raising a $50 million Series A. Led by DNS Capital and GSR Ventures and featuring Excel and reInvent Capital, the round will go toward helping the company essentially double its headcount this year. Founded by former Stanford PhD student Simon Kalush, the system utilizes deep imitation learning, a popular concept in robotics research that helps systems map and improve through imitation. Blockchain technology was mentioned for the first time ever in a draft of China's national five year policy plan, the final version of which was approved by lawmakers and advisors at the end of an annual political meeting on Thursday in Beijing. China's 14th five-year plan outlines the country's economic priorities and stressed that technology will play an increasingly important large role in the country's top-down planning. Although China has banned the trading of cryptocurrencies, blockchain will play a key role in the country's digital economy under President Xi Jinping, the SCMP reported, Metan EdTech X Education Group Limited. A leading omnichannel English-language training service provider in China, last week announced its strategy to make full use of blockchain technology in the education industry. The company believes that the ongoing experimentations and innovations of applying blockchain technology in the education industry are promising. As a distributed ledger technology, blockchain promotes consensus since it acts a record-keeping platform. It is transparent because participants in the chain can download and validate individual ledgers and it is permanent because those ledgers cannot be altered. The company expects to apply these characteristics to the education sector. Crypto venture capital firm Pluto Digital Assets has raised a $40 million fund with UK listed Argo Blockchain as its lead investor. In an announcement Wednesday, Pluto said it now has $50 million in assets under management after launching earlier this year. Argo Blockchain will be maintaining a 25% stake in the new fund with an investment of $10 million. European gaming studios Happy Volcano and Snowprint nab 6.8 million euros in funding. Switzerland-based alt-protein startup Planted has raised $18 million in Series A funding, according to TechCrunch. The round was co-led by Vorwerk Ventures and Blue Horizon Ventures, with participation from soccer player Jan Sommer as well as previous investors. Zurich-based Planted makes meat alternatives from pea protein and other plant-based ingredients, such as sunflower and oats. Currently, the company's lineup includes chicken, kebab, and pulled pork products. A steak analog is also on the way. Rolik, a Czech startup that has built an online grocery ordering and delivery business combining your usual grocery fare, which it procures itself wholesale, or offers in concert with established businesses like Marks & Spencer, with items sourced from local small businesses, has picked up 190 million euros $230 million at today's rates. Statacy GmbH, the AI startup specializing in privacy-preserving synthetic data, and PwC Germany, one of the leading auditing and consumer consulting services organizations in Germany, have today announced cooperation. PwC Germany has acquired a significant minority stake of nearly 50% in Statacy and will support the Berlin-based technology company's continued expansion. Alibaba Group Holding Limited backed MegV Technology Limited is set to become the first major Chinese artificial intelligence AI startup to go public after filing for a Chinese depository receipt CDR offering on the Shanghai Star Board on Friday, Bloomberg reports.
The startup plans to issue up to 253 million Class B shares to raise at least $925 million after fees, which would be utilized to fund R&D in robotics, visual IoT, and infuse capital. China's cosmetics startup Yatsen to buy 35-year-old skincare brand Eve Lam. Yatsen impressed the capital market with a $617 million initial public offering on NYSE in November. Its flagship brand Perfect Diary consistently ranks among the top makeup brands by online sales next to giants like L'Oreal and Shiseido. In China's cosmetics world, where foreign brands were historically revered, indigenous startups are increasingly winning over Gen Z consumers with cheaper, more localized options. One of the rising stars is the direct-to-consumer brand Perfect Diary, which is owned by five-year-old startup Yatsen, Stamped, a Singapore-based startup known for software that lets online sellers implement loyalty programs and manage customer reviews, will be acquired for up to US$110 million by e-commerce, a listed Canadian company worth over US$700 million that owns a number of Shopify-related services and software, the latter announced in a press release, Cashify raises US$15 million for its second-hand smartphone business in India. Cashify operates an eponymous platform, both online and physical stores and kiosks, for users to sell and buy used smartphones, tablets, smartwatches, laptops, desktops and gaming consoles. Tens of millions of people each year purchase a second-hand smartphone in India, the world's second-largest market. Phone makers and giant online sellers such as Amazon and Flipkart are aware of it, but it's too much of a hassle for them to inspect, repair and resell used phones. But these firms also know that customers are more likely to buy a smartphone if they are offered the ability to trade in their existing handsets. PayPal has announced that it plans to acquire Curve, a cryptocurrency startup based in Tel Aviv, Israel. Israeli newspaper Calculist originally reported the move. And PayPal has now made an official announcement. Curve is a cryptocurrency security company that helps you store your crypto assets securely. The company operates a cloud-based service that lets you access your crypto wallets without any hardware device. The first digital bank, the only new lender in over 40 years in Israel, hopes to compete with incumbents. Services will be extended to the wider public later this year. Israel's first new bank in more than 40 years has started trial operations, opening accounts and providing services for a small, closed number of clients, the first digital bank said in a statement, sign up to receive your Startup Monday newsletter in your inbox every Monday. Do not miss out on the latest tech trends in the global startup ecosystem, and lists of 1,000-plus investors, venture capitals, accelerators, and incubators for startups. Hi folks, welcome back to High Tech Minds, the one and only podcast made to promote startups and founders from emerging markets. I'm Narveen, your host, and thanks again for joining me today for this episode. 76% of hiring managers admit attracting right job candidates is their greatest challenge. They are wasting their time by going through tons of applications from candidates that are not actually a good fit for their open positions. Also, the average length of the job interview process stands about 27 days. So, this Armenian startup's Caldron transforms job application process and helps companies to eliminate long and inefficient screening process and hire the best candidates in the shortest period of time. Today, I'm going to sit down with co-founder and CEO of Caldron, Vahan Melkonyan, who joined me who joins me all the way from Yerevan. All right, let's get 
All right, let's get into today's conversation. Hi, Vahan. Welcome to High Tech Minds. How are you doing? How is there in Yerevan? Do you have a good weather there? That's really good because we have such a cool day today. I'm so... Oh, that's, that's, that's really good that you have a warm weather. We have a, such a cold day today in New England. Bon, I'm super excited to have you today at my show, High Take Minds. It's a perfect timing to have this conversation about how technology actually transforms hiring process. But before jumping to our conversation, can you talk about your background? Who are you and what do you do? I mean, that's true. Technology is impacting the way we live our lives, the way we communicate, do business. Um, in other words, technology disrupts everything in today's life. Basically, basically, technology disrupts every. Basically, technology is disrupting our everyday life in many ways. But technology not only is democratizing in a job searching process, but technology not only democratizing, but technology not only democratizes. But technology not only disrupting our life, it has also a huge impact on workforce development, on the way we hire people or interview people. It's not only democratizing job searching process, but also it helps companies to find new innovative ways and more importantly, biased ways to hire candidates. So in this sense, what unique problems Cloudron is trying to solve? What exact value you are bringing to your customers? So Cauldron eliminates long and efficient screening process and never-ending interviews, which is an important thing in terms of giving the companies opportunities to save the time and retain. So, so Cauldron eliminates long and efficient. So, so Cauldron eliminates long and efficient screening process and never-ending interviews. This is really very important in terms of saving time for companies at the same time helping them to retain right candidates. So how does cloud how so how does Cauldron work in practice? How does the screening process happening? So how so how does Cauldron work in practice and how the screening process happening? Is Cauldron an app or you can use on web too? When you say companies can access, uh, when you saying uh, when you say companies can access, it's very similarly through the when you say companies can access, uh, when you say companies can access Caldron through their when you say companies can access uh, <clears throat> when you saying that when you saying that companies can access Caldron through their browsers, do you mean that companies need to integrate cloud? Do you mean that companies need to integrate Caldron in their softwares? How it's happening? Companies need to integrate Caldron into their softwares? So talking about job application, that, 
when you say job application, does this mean that the company can build its own unique application process using Caldron, or you provide templates that company can use, or you or you provide or you pro, or you providing templates that company can, or you providing templates that company has access to. <laughs> I have been in tons of interviews both in the United States and Armenia, so I know everything firsthand. I'll tell you the truth, it is different in many ways. But one thing is common, it's time. The time the time that takes sometimes two months to get through the entire interview process and be hired or get rejected. As a candidate, that's really draining process, and I know that from firsthand. In this sense, in this sense, how does Caldron improve this process? What is the average time of a company to hire a candidate if they start using Caldron? Are there any specific professions you are focusing on right now? That's correct. I think you can find a lot of industries uh, that needs this job. I think you can find actually every industry today that will need more efficient ways of hiring process. And I think healthcare is one of the, I know in the United States, for example, it's the biggest job market. And I think you can find a lot of industries, actually every industry, they need better and more efficient ways of hiring candidates. As for healthcare, uh, for example, in the United States, healthcare is huge and it's one of the biggest one of the biggest industries for employment. So you have mentioned about biasness. I have been again. You have mentioned in our conversation about biasness. I think it's one of the most important thing that we're not talking too much. Uh, again, I have been in, uh, we don't talk too much. It's a huge problem for many companies in interview process. An interview sometimes turning into uh, some robotic process when you just interviewer, they're coming with a bunch of questions and asking you, investing your time. And then the verdict is you are overqualified or you didn't answer these questions in some ways. So a lot of business happening. I'm glad uh, I'm, so in our conversation, you talk about business. I think it's a huge problem and doesn't matter which country you are. Business is a very important thing in interviewing candidates and hiring. And today technology and today technology helps to in some ways eliminates this biasness in a hiring process. Some companies already use artificial intelligence to assess candidates and predicts even the possibility of success. There are some companies that use on-staff psychologists to help develop customized assessment algorithms, for example, that reflects ideal traits for a particular role client hopes to have. Now, there are some companies they even going very far. They use on staff psychologists to help develop customized assessment algorithms 
that reflects the ideal traits for a candidate. For example, if they want to hire a sales representative or software engineer, you create their assessment. They create assessment templates and they use to identify the right candidates. But, the other, but on the other hand, technology isn't always guaranteed to be accurate. What are some of the tools Caldron used to make the screening process as accurate? I totally agree with you. It's very relevant to live because sometimes I see job. I totally agree with you. Sometimes you see job title, they just mind blowing. <laughs> you know, you're just reading the description. It's uh, actually they are looking for. They might look. They might. Hi folks, welcome to High Tech Minds, the one and only podcast made to promote startups and founders from emerging markets. I'm Noreen, your host, and thanks again for joining me today for this episode. Hey folks, welcome to Hey folks, welcome to High Tech Hey folks, welcome back to High Tech Minds, the one and only podcast made to promote startups and founders from emerging markets. I'm Noreen, your host, and thanks again for joining me today for this episode. I'm super excited for today's episode. I'm going to sit down with the founder who was able to build a startup during the war in Armenia and turn it into a successful company in a very short period of time. My guest is going to be Artavas Yeritian, CEO and founder of Podcastel. Podcastel is an AI and machine learning empowered software that converts text, news, articles to podcast in a second, literally in a second. So Podcastle is an AI and machine learning empowered software that converts any text, any news, any article, any blog post into a podcast in a second. Literally it happens in seconds. I have tried myself and I'll tell you the truth. It's super exciting to have this type of tools that really eliminates all the barriers to create audio content. The podcast generate using podcast. It's not only providing you audio content in a second, but also it has a such a, it has a very human-like and consider all the emotions and brighter tone of voice. All right, let's get to all. All right, let's all right, let's get right to our today's conversation. Hello Artavast, I'm super excited to have the founder of one of the successful Armenian-led startups that actually revolutionized the podcasting world, Podcastil, on my show at High Tech Minds. How are you doing today? Before jumping to our conversation, can you a little bit talk about who are you and what you do? You have a very extended career pathway, I see every time. 
you have a very extended career pathway. Uh, every time I listen to startup story, I really find something interesting. Every startup story has a really every startup story has its own lessons to learn from. What are the, some of the lessons you learn while you're building? What are the some of the lessons you have learned while you are building your startup podcast? <laughs> What are the some of the lessons you have learned while you were building your startup podcast deal? So I have uh, to tell you the truth. I have my own story with podcast deal. I'm pretty surprised with the result I got from using. Tell you the truth. I tell you the truth. I have my own story with podcast deal. So every Monday I produce news digest called. Uh, startup Monday. It's futures, latest tech trends, and news happening in the global startup ecosystem. So it has been a while. It has been already four months. I'm producing this uh, content, and it has been a while. I'm thinking to convert my blog post into audio content, but I never had a time to do it. And it's you know that it's very time consuming. Now with the help of the podcast, though, what a surprise for me that I can do this with the help of the podcast, Dale, and in just seconds turn this blog post into high quality audio content. I think it would be very interesting for our listeners to hear right from the founder of podcast, Dale, how exactly this tool works, what innovative solutions you offer to podcasters. So can we also record distance interviews with these new solutions? Absolutely, this is a really great news for me personally. I still have a hard time finding a, a fashion. Absolutely, this is a great news for me personally as a podcaster because I still have a hard time to find effective podcast recording platform that can offer me high quality recording and easy, most importantly, easy to use. Um, tell you the truth, uh, Zoom is not the best option for me. I use Anchor, it's good, but has a lot of limitations. So I would be really happy to have something better, something more fast and more integrated. Absolutely, as the world become <laughs> Absolutely. So as the world become busier, podcast audio content has become incredibly popular. I have started to listen to podcasts almost every day with long commutes and gym. I always find something interesting to listen to. On the other hand, podcasting industry is becoming extremely competitive, as you know. Now that you have fifty thousand more than now this you have more than 50,000 active podcasts and over 30 million podcast episodes are available to choose from. So in this sense, how podcaster can help in this sense, how podcaster can help podcasters to address the growing demand for high quality podcasts. That would be super helpful to have podcasting tools for non-native English speakers. When I've started to use podcast still, I noticed so far you have 
I think that would be super helpful, specifically for people who are not a native English speakers. So when I have started to use podcast, Bill, I noticed you have two voices available, male and female. I think that would be awesome to have more. Va- I think it would be awesome to have a variety of voices to choose from. Are there any plans to introduce new voices and make it available to users? Okay, but it's going to be paid. Do you plan to have an annual basis subscription or monthly basis? So, okay, but is it going to be paid? Are you going to keep some, some, are you going, are you going to keep some options for free for users? Are you going to keep some free options for users at least? Are you going to continue to keep free options for some users? Okay, but this is going, okay, but it is going to be paid. So if this is the case, are you going to keep at least some options, some free options for users? Also, do you plan to have an annual base subscription or monthly base? So Arta was what about text limitations? Does it matter really how does it really matter how long is my text or how how long the length of my audio? Does it really matter how long is my text or how long I'm gonna record the length of my audio? So the Armenians, I, will, I, I have to ask this question. So what about the languages? Right now you only have English, correct? Uh, any plans to integrate other foreign languages? Let's say Armenian. <laughs> oh my God. Artabas, really, it's very excited to see a lot of good stuff happening. So I'm absolutely excited to see what is future holds for uh, Podcastel. So you launched Podcastel in 2020, and right off the bat, after successful launch and organic user growth in the United States, you were able to rise close to 1.75 million seed funding. I think this is pretty, I think it is a pretty remarkable for early stage startup. What is your secret to successful fundraising? Oh, I can imagine that fundraising is a stressful thing. I can imagine what is. I can imagine what a stressful thing is to fundraise money that you know that your idea depends on this money. I think there's a deep correlation between good pitch and successful fundraising. Uh, you see dozens of PowerPoint slides, a lot of information, sort of overwhelming, to be honest with you. So what would be your suggestion to new founders, specifically early stage startups, that right now struggling with fundraising, specifically during COVID pandemic, what should be their pitching strategy for higher return? Ardavas, you really hit a lot of important points. So what do you think, what's future holds for podcasting? Where do you see your startup going from this?
you really hit it a lot of important points and I think this would be very useful for founders who are listening right now to uh, take some lessons uh, or take some suggestions from you. So Artavas, what, so what do you think the future holds for podcast there? Where do you see your startup going from this? You know, as a user, I use social media, I use podcasting tools, so it's very appreciative to see founders more caring about their customers, their users. Uh, so it's <clears throat> because uh, because uh, customers who make your product or services sustain, and I think a lot of startups, they're missing this point, and they're more focusing on idea and fundraising than on their users. So. Talking about the future, what do you think? What is the what do you think? Talking about the future, what do you think is the next big thing for podcasting industry? <clears throat> I completely agree with you. Audio content is going to be an integral part of content marketing, mixed marketing, and generally mixed marketing. I completely agree with you. And I think audio content is really going to be integral part of, and it's already integral part of, of uh, content marketing strategy and generally marketing mix. I have started podcasting during pandemic and I can tell you right now, this is a super powerful tool to drive value to my business and promote my personal brand. Also, I got into Clubhouse. It's my next addiction. Finally, I can hear people's voices, which is very nice. You feel like more humanized communication. So, so can we say that I'm on the right track? <laughs> So can we say that I'm on a right track right now? <laughs> so what what would be your suggestion to podcasters, specifically people who are just getting into podcasting world? What are the, some of the ways they can increase their audio content creation and distribution value? Actually, this was the behind this was a driving factor behind my actions to create another audio content, as I said, Startup Monday, to increase my audience and traffic. Also, podcast is really right now my go-to tools. And podcast, this is when I needed podcast <clears throat> And this is when I needed podcast still because I don't have a time to additional to record something. I don't have a time to edit. So with the help of the podcast still, I really I was able to create this digital new product, and I see good feedbacks and it's really exciting. So Arta was I asked this question to all my guests. This is sort of my own way to understand. What else we can do to help Armenia to expand its value in the international tech scene and attract more investments from diaspora? What is the one thing that if we change in a country can help to attract more diasporan Armenians and not only Armenians to come to Armenia and start their businesses? 
I agree political stability is a key because no investors wants to invest in country where you have political turmoils and you can understand them because they want predictability when it comes to their money. You know, I think it's it's a difficult mission to put Armenia and the international tech scene, but it's not impossible. And really what does Armenian tech community specifically, I know in the United States, it's incredible the way they're trying to help Armenia to be noticed and to put Armenia and an international tech scene map and put Armenia in the international tech scene. I personally drive on with this mission to introduce the world to Armenian founders and entrepreneurs and help them rise above the nose. So Artavas, what is the best way to learn more about podcasting or get in touch with you? Well, Artavast, I'm well, Artavast, I'm really excited to see what comes next for Podcastil. Thank you again for finding time to join me. Uh, this was a great conversation, and I'm sure we'll hear more good things about podcasting in the near future. Stay safe. Well, everyone, thanks again. Well, everyone, thanks again for listening to today's episode with the founder of Podcastil, Artavast Yeritsian. You can find more about Podcastil in podcasting notes. Thank to Thanks to our sponsor, CIC Providence, where high-tech minds make its podcasting dreams come true. You can find them at cic.com providence. Be sure to subscribe to your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss our next episode. Want to learn more about what we talk about today? Visit our website, hightechminds.com. This has been High Tech Minds Podcast and your host, Nervin. Wishing you a wonderful weekend. Cheers. Hey folks, welcome back to High Tech Minds. Hey folks, welcome back to High Tech Minds, the one and only podcast that's the one and only. Hey folks, welcome back. Hey folks, welcome back. Hey folks, welcome back to High Tech Minds, the one and only podcast that features successful entrepreneurs, innovators, tech minds from emerging markets. I'm Narin, your host, and thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. I'm super excited for today's episode. I'm going to sit down with the founder who was able to build a startup during the war in Armenia last year and turn it and turn it into a successful company in a very short period of time. I am talking about Podcastil, the only AI and machine learning empowered software that converts text, news, articles to a podcast in just seconds. I have tried it and I'll tell you the truth. It's super amazing tool, the way it operates, the way it provides a human-like voice. And it's so clean that I don't think you can record those type of clean audio even in podcasting studio. So, so I'm going to have a conversation with the founder of Podcastil, Artavast Yeritian, who joins me all the way from Yerevan. All right, let's get to our. All right, let's get right. All right, let's get right to our conversation. 
Hello, Artava. Hello, Artava. Hello, Artava. I'm super excited to have the founder of one of the successful Armenian-led startups podcast still on my show at High Take Minds. How are you doing? Uh, before jumping to our conversation, can you a little bit talk about yourself? Who are you and what do you do? Before jumping to our conversation, so, before jumping to our conversation, can you a little bit talk about yourself? Who are you? I see you have a very extended career pathway. So, every time I listen to a startup story, it's super exciting to find out something interesting. And every startup story, in some sort of, has lessons to learn from. What are some of the lessons you have learned while you were building your startup podcasting? So I have my own story with podcast still, tell you the truth, tell you the truth, I have my own story with podcast still, I have been struggling for many months uh, to convert, I have this, uh, I have a digital product called Startup Monday, every Monday I tell you the truth, I have my own story with podcast still. Every Monday, I produce news digest called Startup Monday. That features that future that features latest tech trends and news happening in the global startup ecosystem. It has been already four months that I'm producing, and a lot of good feedbacks on this. But also, I decided to turn it, convert it into audio content. But I and it has been a and it. And it has been a while where I was thinking to convert it into audio content, but never had the time to do. So when I found about podcast still, and I personally use it, it's really amazing what is what effective tool is podcast still. When I found out about the podcast still, I really got surprised what an effective tool is podcasting. And right now, I create this audio content in just seconds. So I think it would be interesting for listeners to hear right from founder how exactly podcast still works. What innovation solutions you are offering to podcasters? I think it would be, I think it would be interesting for listeners to. I think it would be interesting for listeners to hear right from the founder of Podcastil how exactly Podcastil works, what innovative solutions you offer to podcasters. So, can we also record distance interviews with these new tools? That's the, that's the definitely good news for me personally. I still have a hard time finding the right and more effective podcasting recording tools. I have been using Zoom, and I tell you the truth, it's not the best tools that I want to use. Also, right now I use Anchor. It's good, but have a lot of limitations. So it would be really awesome to have something better, more integrated. Absolutely. So as the world becomes busier, podcast audio content has become incredibly popular. So I'm sure you know about this. I have personally have started listening to podcasts almost every day with the long communes and gym. I always find something interesting to listen to. On the other hand, you know that podcasting becomes extremely competitive industry. 
Now these podcasters, they should provide better voice, better audio quality. They need to put more to promote their podcast episodes. You have already 50,000 active podcasts and over 30 million podcast episodes available for users to choose from. In this sense, how podcasters can help podcasters to address the growing demand of high-quality audio? That would be super helpful to have a podcasting tool. I mean, this is really great to hear, and I think this would be super helpful specifically for podcasters who are not native English speakers. When I have started to use podcasting, I noticed so far you have two voices, female and male. I think that would be awesome to have more voice varieties to choose from. Are there any plans to introduce new voices and make it available to users? Okay, but it's going to be paid. Uh, so are there still going to be available free plans for uh Okay, but it's going to be paid, correct? So in this in this okay, but it's going to be paid. So are there going to still be free uh, tools for users? Are this so so but if this is going to be paid, are you still going to make available free plans for users? Also, do you have any plans to have an annual based subscriptions or monthly? Also do you also do you plan to have an annual based subscriptions or monthly based subscription? So what about text limitations? Does it really matter how long is my text to convert audio? And does it really matter how long should be my audio? So Artavas, you talk a little bit about language. Uh, right now you only have English, correct? Any plans to integrate other foreign languages? We are Armenians, for example. What about Armenian? <laughs> what about Armenian? It's so exciting. A lot of good stuff happening, I see. So uh, you launched Podcastle in 2020, and right off the bat, after a successful launch and organic growth in the U.S., you were able to rise close to 1.75 million seed funding. <laughs> so you have launched podcast. You launched Podcastle in 2020. And right off the bat, after successful launch and organic user growth in USA, you were able to raise 1.75 million seed funding. I think this is incredible, remarkable result for a really stage startup. So what is your secret to successful fundraising? No, I mean, I can imagine what a stress is it to find, to, I can imagine what a stress is it when you have the idea, you have the team, but you need to raise money to invest into your idea. I think it would be, I think there is a deep correlation between good pitch and successful fundraising. You see dozens of, you see dozens of, you see dozens of PowerPoint slides, a lot of information. 
during pitch competition, you always see dozens of slides, a lot of information. It's pretty overwhelming, to be honest with you. I think it would be very helpful for founders who are right now listening to us to get some suggestions from you how to I think that would be very helpful for founders, specifically early stage founders who are right now struggling to raise money for their startups, to hear from you, from a successful startup founders who were able to raise so much money in a short period of time, how to build their pitching strategy for higher return. You're really hitting a lot of good points, and I think this is very helpful for uh, new founders to understand how really position themselves, how build the pitch, and what exactly include in their pitch decks. So Artavas, what do you think? What future holds for podcast still? Where do you see your startup going from this? You know, as a user, I really appreciate when I see founders who are more focusing on user than idea or fundraising because I see this uh, trend in startups, specifically early stage startups, who are much more occupied, who are much more occupied to raise money, or who are much more occupied to raise money, which is an important thing. I'm not arguing that, but I think it's very important to focus on users on on users on consumers because your product exists if you have customers your product or your your product or your service exists if you have customers so talking about the future so talking about the future what do you think is the next big thing for podcasting I completely agree with you. Audio content is going to be an integral part of any content marketing strategy or generally mixed marketing. I have started podcasting during pandemic and I can tell you right now, that's a super powerful tool to drive value to my business and promote my personal brand. Also, I got to Clubhouse. This is my new addiction. Uh, so... One thing I like about Clubhouse, just couple, one thing I like about Clubhouse that I can hear the voices. It's kind of humanize my communication, and putting the voice behind the picture, it's really humanized communication and message. So I am on a track. So I am on the right track. <laughs> Ardabas, what would be your suggestion to podcasters, specifically people who are just getting into podcasting world? How to increase their audio content creation and distribution value? So this is 
why I decided to create second audio content for my podcast as a tool to drive traffic to my podcasting platforms, also to diversify my audience, my target groups. And I, and again, tell you the true podcaster. If it wasn't the podcaster, I wouldn't do this. So it's super helpful tool. And tell you the truth, I wouldn't do my Startup Monday if it wasn't podcast still, seriously, because to have some tool that convert the text into seconds and with a human-like voice, better recording than in a, any podcasting booth, that's perfect. That's absolutely helpful for me personally. So after I asked this question to all my guests, this is sort of my own way to understand what else we can do to help Armenia to expand its value in international tech scene and attract more investments from diaspora? What is the one thing that if we change in a country can help to attract more diaspora Armenian, and not only Armenian, generally investors to come to Armenia to invest or start their business? I completely agree with you. Political stability is key for any economic growth. No investors wants to invest their money in a country where you don't have a predictability, you don't have a stability. So let's really hope that situation will get better and we can have a more stable political situation and that can help to grow our relationship with the tech world. You know, I think it's very hard to put Armenia on an international tech scene because we're a very small nation, but it's not impossible. And it's super excited to see Armenian tech community internationally, Armenian tech community diasporans who are really putting so much efforts to put Armenia on a map of international tech world. And I'm driving by this mission myself to introduce the world to Armenian founders and entrepreneurs to help them to rise above the noise, to promote their businesses as much as I can help them to do. So Artavas, what is the best way to learn more about podcasting or get in touch with you? <coughs> well, Artavas, I'm super excited. Well, Artavast, I'm really excited to see what comes next for Podcast Deal, and I'm pretty confident that you have a bright future. And um, <coughs> well, Artavast, I'm really excited to see what comes next for Podcast Deal, and I'm confident Podcast is going to be have a, and I'm very confident Podcast is going to have a very I'm, I'm very confident podcast still has a bright future. So thank you again for finding time to join me today. This was a great conversation. I'm sure we will hear more good stuff about podcasting in the near future. Stay safe. Well, everyone, thanks again for listening to today's episode with the founder of podcast. Well, everyone, thanks again for listening to this episode with the founder of Podcast Still. 
Well, everyone, thanks again for listening to today's episode with the founder of Podcastel, Artavas Diaritsian. You can find more about Podcastel in Podcasting Notes. I want to thank to our sponsor. <coughs> I want to thank to our sponsor, CIC Providence, where high tech mind makes his podcasting dreams come true. You can find more about. You can find them at. You can find them at cic.com/providence. Be sure to subscribe in our. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting platforms. That be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting platforms so you don't miss our next episodes. Want to learn more about what we talk about today? Visit our website hightechminds.com. This has been High Tech Minds podcast and your host Nareen wishing you a wonderful week. Cheers. Hey folks, welcome back to High Tech Minds, the one and only podcast made to promote startups and founders from emerging markets. I'm Navreen, your host, and thank you again for joining me for today's episode. I'm Navreen, your host, and thanks again for joining me for today's I'm Navreen, your host. I'm Navreen, your host, and thank you for finding time to join me today. So, 76% of hiring managers admit that attracting right job candidates is the greatest challenge. They're not only wasting their time by going through the tons of applications from candidates, but also, after all this searching, they ended up with the wrong candidates, or not actually, they ended up with a candidate that's actually is not a good fit for their open positions. Also, one interesting Also, one interesting fact that the average length of the job interview process extends about 27 days. So, this Armenian startup, Cauldron, transforms job application process in a way that it helps companies to eliminate long and inefficient screening process and hire the best candidates in a very short period of time. <laughs> So today, today I'm going to sit down with the co-founder and CEO of Caldron, Vahan Melkonian, who joins me all the way from Yerevan. All right, let's get. All right, all right, let. All right, let's get. All right, let's get into. All right, let's get. All right, let's get into our conversation. Hi, Vahan. Welcome to High Tech Minds. How are you? How is there in Yerevan? Do you have a good weather there? I'm kind of jealous because we have a, such a cool day today. <laughs> so I'm super excited to have you today at my show at High Tech Minds. It's perfect timing for us to have this conversation about how technology transforms job hiring process. But before jumping to our conversation, can you a little bit talk about your background? Who are you and what do you do? That's true. Technology is impacting the way we live, impacting the way we communicate, impacting the way we get healthcare right now, the way we do our finances. But it's also disrupting 
but it's also a deeply disrupting workforce. Today, technology not only is democratizing job searching process, but also it helps companies to find new innovative and more biased ways to hire candidates. In this sense, what unique problems cloud drone are trapping? Call drone. Cauldron. So in this sense, what unique problems Cauldron is trying to solve? What value you bringing to companies? So Cauldron eliminates long and efficient screening process and never-ending interview, which is an important thing in terms of giving the companies opportunity to save time and retain right candidates. So how does Caldron work in practice and its screening process happening? So in this sense, how Caldron is working in practice and how exactly you are eliminating screening and how exactly Caldron does screening process. So is Caldron an app or you can use on web too? Do companies, uh, do companies need to integrate Caldron into their softwares? So when you're saying job application, does this mean that a company can build its own unique application process using Caldron or Caldron provides templates, the company just simply take them and just put their whatever job requirements they have. So I have been in tons of interviews, both in the United States and Armenia. I'll tell you the truth. It's different in many ways the way in America we're having interviews or in Armenia. But but one thing I not but one thing I notice in common, it's the time. The time that takes some time. It's the time. Time from the submitting your resume for a job application to interviews, going through the interviews and finally getting rejected or accepted for a job position. Sometimes it can take two months, even three months. It's, as a candidate, uh, and I think it's a very draining process for job seekers. In this sense, how does Caldron improve this timing? What is the average time of a company to hire a candidate if they start using Caldron? Caldron. Caldron. So in this sense, how Caldron improves the time? What is the average time of a company to hire a candidate if they start using Caldron? Vaughn, are there any specific professions you are focusing on right now? I mean, I think you can't find a lot of industries that have the problem to hire or 
find I think you can find right now with the technology and innovation uh, there's I think you can find many industries specifically in the United States who are struggling to find to fill out their positions to find right candidates for example healthcare is one of the biggest employment providers in the United States it's a huge employment market so you have mentioned eliminating bias during the interviews. I think it's a big problem everywhere. In some ways, technology helps to eliminate bias in hiring process. Yeah, I think you can find many industries, specifically I know in the United States, uh, that struggling to find right candidates or that struggling to find right candidates and fill out their positions. For example, healthcare is the, one of the biggest employment providers in the United States. So, Vahan, you have mentioned eliminating bias during the interviews. I think it's a very timely issue and problem, and it's a big problem everywhere, no matter which geography you are in. In some ways, technology really helps to eliminate bias in hiring process. Some companies already use AI to assess candidates and predict their possible to succeed in a position. Some companies even go farther. They use on-staff psychologists to help develop customized assessment algorithms that reflect the ideal threats for a particular role. Like, let's say you're looking for a salesperson or a computer engineer or project manager. But on the other hand, technology isn't always guaranteed to be accurate, and we can't just say, and we cannot fully rely on technology. What are some of the tools Caldron used to make the screening process as accurate as possible? I also heard about the I also heard about the using keywords. That's correct. I also use about using I also I also heard about the using keywords. Is it really true? I, I totally agree with you. Sometimes I see job titles, you're getting a headache. It's, they, use such a, they use such a confusing wording, and when you look into the requirements, you see they're simply looking for, for example, sales representative or social media strategies. But the wording they use in title is just mind-blowing. So Vahan, what about the problem of being overqualified? I think this is another huge issue for candidates. You see the job asking to have a master's degree, so you're applying with your master's degree. At the end of the interview, you're getting a feedback that you are overqualified. You are getting rejected due to be overqualified. So how Caldron actually address this issue? I'm glad you talk about data. Today, data is a core for business success. You know that too. I'm really, I really, I'm, I'm glad you talk. I'm glad you're talking. I'm glad you talk about big data because it's. I'm glad you talk about big data. Data is really core for business success. Companies use data to gain a competitive advantage in the market, and same happening in human resources. <clears throat> Hiring analytics helps companies to achieve its business results and hire better candidates. 
For example, study shows that 71% of companies see people analytics as a high priority in their organization. In this sense, how Caldron collects data and transforms this data to make better decisions. So in this sense, how in this sense, what type of data Caldron collects and how actually you are using the data to make a better decision, let's say, to make a better decision in screening process. So, Vaan, is Caldron adapted to an international market too, or you can only use in Armenia? <clears throat> so, Vaan, is Caldron adapted also to an international market, or it's only available for Armenian consumers, for Armenian users? The fact that you use English language is really create larger market for Caldron. And the fact that you use English as your primary language, I think it's create huge market for Caldron. So talking about perspectives, what do you think what the future holds for Caldron? Where do you see your company, let's say in three, four years? I like this concept, super concept, to sell a product for benefits of customers. I think you should make this your slogan. <laughs> so, Vahan, what is the best way to learn more about Caldron or contact it directly? So, Vahan, what is the best way to learn more about Caldron or contact you in case someone has any questions? Well, Waham John, thank you for a great conversation. Good luck with all your inspirations. I would love really hear you. I'm really interested to have you back and talk more about bias and inclusion in workforce development. So hopefully we can arrange another episode. Stay safe. Well, everyone, thanks again for listening to today's episode with the founder of Caldron, Vahan Melkonia. You can find more about Caldron in podcasting notes. I want to thank to our sponsor, CIC Providence, where high-tech minds make these podcasting dreams come true. You can find them at cic.com slash providence. Be sure, to subscribe to, be sure to subscribe to your favorite podcast platform. You don't miss any episodes. Want to learn more about what we talk about today? Visit our website, hightechminds.com. This has been High Take Minds Podcast and your host, Nervin. I'm wishing you a wonderful week and stay safe.